that wonderful name, Jesus, that wonderful name, Jesus, that wonderful name, Jesus, there is no other name. I know the powerful name, Jesus, oh yes, that loving name, Jesus, the gracious name, Jesus, there is no Oh, the name I know. That in heaven, we give you praise. We give you worship. We adore you. Again this morning, thank you for giving us life. Thank you for giving us strength. Thank you for renewing our strength, restoring vitality to our bodies. We appreciate you for the privilege of seeing the breaking of another day. We thank you for all our loved ones. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We appreciate you. Please accept our thanks in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now, dearly beloved, I pray for you this morning. The wall of partition between you and this treasured person to you, it could be your husband, it could be your helper, it could be one choosing relationship that God established for you, and the enemy came to erect a wall of division, of partition, between you and this individual. I decree that this wall of partition collapse now. The walls of partition, let it collapse now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you this morning, every spirit of confusion, and the spirit of misrepresentation. You are misunderstood. You are misrepresented. I pray this morning that that cloud of confusion and misrepresentation be cleared off in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I decree this morning, that God of heaven will reunite you. We bring you together with that lover, with that friend that the enemy has pulled away from you in the mighty name of Jesus. Could it be that you are even separated from your spouse? I pray this morning that the God of heaven will walk his miracle, a wonder, that will bring you together again. I pray that there shall be a miraculous visitation. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will do this for you. There will be reconciliation. There will be joy and gladness again in the name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Please, if you need to forgive anyone, forgive. If you need to forgive any person, please do so now. Let there be a reunion. Let there be a reconciliation. May the Lord help you and me in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Now we have been talking about the raising of our children. Don't forget the issues that are bothering our minds. It's about our children, particularly at the tender age. Let me say this morning that the foundation of a life is very critical. Once anything goes wrong at the age and stage of childhood, it will be an extra task to reorder such a life. You know, the Bible says, if the foundation be destroyed, it's a work and righteous do. The foundation of a life is very, very important. I, I remember in, in Judges chapter 11, from verse 1, the Bible says, Now Jephthah the Gileadite was a mighty man of valor, and he was the son of an harlot, and Gilead begat Jephthah. And Gilead's wife bare him sons, and his wife's sons grew up. And they thrust out Jephthah and said unto him, Thou shalt not inherit in our father's house, for thou art the son of a strange woman. Then Jephthah fled from his brethren and dwelt in the land of Tob. And the Bible says, And there were gathered vain men to Jephthah and went out with him. Vain men, worthless people, they gathered. In, in, in our days, we call them area boys. Where are these boys from? The area boys, they came from families. Something went wrong at this stage in their lives, and I guess possibly from childhood. And this is my concern. You go out on our streets today, you find a number of homeless young souls, teenagers, who sleep on the streets. Where are the parents? What went wrong? Beloved, is a deep concern that I believe all of us should think about. That is why even at this point, one cannot but give thanks to God for the founder of child or children evangelism ministry. All right. God raised that ministry to bridge certain gaps for such children. We need to pay attention to them. Those who are in children evangelism ministry, please appreciate them. 
it's a serious work they are doing in churches those who take care of children department it's a great work you are doing and only god can reward you please let's take care of the foundation of these children in fact anyone who has no passion for 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 these young souls should not even go into childbearing it is very important so yesterday i told us we need to sit down with our children just like the mother of timothy did taught him the word of god from childhood timothy knew the scriptures beyond the bible let's teach our children morals let's Take them through moral training. I remember Proverbs chapter 1 from verse 8. A man sat down and he said, My son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. For there shall be ornament of grace unto thy head and chains around thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. This were moral, you know, instructions a man was given to his son all right he said my son in chapter 3 from verse 1 he said my son forget not my law this is a father but let your heart keep my commandment for length of days and long life peace shall they add unto you go on and go on read the book of proverbs you will see the impartation of a man into the life of his son. You will see the words of a mother. The issue of ch- children upbringing is not the exclusive job of women alone, neither of men alone. It's the, it's, it's, it's the responsibility of both parents. Look at it in Proverbs chapter 31. The mother of King Lemuel all right, taught him. He said the words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. He said, what, my son, and what, the son of my womb, and what, the son of my vows. Give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroy kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink. Lest they drink and they forget the law and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. Give strong drink to him that is ready to perish and wine to those that be of heavy hearts. Look at how a woman sat her son down teaching, teaching, instructing morals. And we have a number of them in the book of Proverbs. Moral instructions. There are some cultural values that are so similar to biblical teachings. Teach your children. It begins with common greeting. How to respect an elder. Oh, you see an elder carrying... Oh my God. This is one of the things that um, we, we were taught in those days. Our parents would sit us down in the evening, tell us stories... Stories that will impact moral wisdom. Let's teach them. There's still a place for that. 
And then number three, you also need to do what is called discipline. Discipline is vital. Proverbs 29 verse 15, it said the rod and reproof. All right? Give wisdom. The rod and reproof give wisdom. But a child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. In Proverbs 23, 13 and 14, he said, Withhold not correction from the child. For if thou beatest him with the rod, he shall not die. He said, Thou shalt beat him with the rod and shall deliver his soul from hell. In Proverbs 13, in verse, in verse 24, he said, He that spirit his rod, he tethered his son. But he that loveth him chastiseth him betimes. All right? So you can see the aspect of discipline, even that of Cainy. You know, one of the things we, that, that is evolving all over the world is this absence of, you know, uh, of, of discipline. There are places where it is abomination to kill a child. But it's biblical. However, don't, don't kill a child out of vexation, out of serious anger in your spirit. You can, you can be very excessive. But I'm talking about discipline. Moderate, all right, uh, actions that will show to a child that something is wrong. And that should be done in love. It should engage, you should engage that child, not only in beating, but discussion. Let him or her know why they're beating. And it's not something that should be done every day. All right? So it's very, very important. The Bible says in Proverbs 22, verse 15, it says, Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. Hmm. He said, Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 8, it said, But if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then ye are bastards and you are not sons. Any child that is not chastised, that is not disciplined, the Bible says that child is a bastard. So discipline is part of Christianity. In fact, discipline is what produces disciples. The word discipline and disciples, they are from the same family. So, I want us to engage our children. There are parents who will charge at the children teachers, both in the secular school and even in the church, if anybody touches their child. That is not a good spirit. Let, let the Bible be practiced. And let's do it the way God will want us to do it. Let's secure the future of our children. By the grace of God, your children, my children, will not be children of Belial. They will not be rebellious. God will secure their lives, secure their hearts. I pray the Lord will shield their minds 
from the influences of the, of the wicked one in the mighty name of Jesus. Please, let's take care of our children. May the God of heaven take care of you in Jesus' name. God bless you. I'm your brother and friend, Sunday away.